Just before I start this podcast episode, I want to put a trigger warning that there are mentions of eating disorders, calorie restriction, calorie counting, all that sort of stuff. So if this will trigger you, please don't listen to the rest. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode. Thank you so much for joining me. So I'm just going to start it off right off the bat. No anecdote (laughs) this time about how my day was. Just going to jump right into it. I first fell in love with exercising from, I would say truly, like grade 11 and grade 12. Because I took this class in high school, which is called the personal fitness class, and it was girls only. And so we had this weight room in our high school filled with all the things you would normally find in a gym. And... It was so fun because every single day all you would do was just work out. There would be a workout on the board, you know, like do 10 squats, 20 lunges, whatever, 20 dumbbell raises, and you just did that, and I always felt so good afterwards. And I I worked out before high school too, just like doing whatever fitness videos I could find on YouTube, but these were like the very kind of like scammy ones, you know, the ones titled like, get abs in 10 minutes by doing these five short ab circuits. So going into high school and taking this class, it was so nice because I learned so much about health and fitness, how to eat healthy, what a good workout actually looks like. Um, and I genuinely like grew so much stronger. Like I could lift weights, I could do full on pushups, which I've never been able to do before. And so I'm always so grateful I took that class. Um, but grade 12, my last year of high school was when on top of working out because of this class, I started eating healthier too, and this is when I started consistently using my fitness pal, which if you didn't know is a calorie app tracker, um, and it's it's exactly what it sounds like. Every single meal, every single thing you put into your mouth, you keep track of it, as well as the portions and whatever. It was easy for me to be consistent to be consistent with it because I went to school every single day. I was you know in a regular consistent nine to five schedule. And so whatever I packed for lunch, it was pretty much the same all the time. So I could just like repeat, repeat, repeat for what I for what I ate. So it was easy to do that every single day. And I, I didn't realize it at the time. It wasn't until like months later after I already graduated high school, I was looking back at photos of myself and I was like, holy shit, I lost so much weight during this time. Like, I mean, I was already average size, like thin ish not like super thin but like thin before but it wasn't until i was looking at these pictures which weren't meant to be progress pictures they were just pictures that i took i saw like how much like like fat i lost and how much i really like toned up like i was like skinny skinny and i was like oh my god so i wanted to continue well okay during this time my mindset wasn't like stay skinny my mindset was just like oh I love working out I love the feeling of working out and this is the first time in my life where I'm really like actually eating healthy on top of that like I feel the healthiest and in the best shape I've ever been in my life so in my first year of university when I got a gym membership and this was my first time getting a gym membership you know in general it was so exciting and so I wanted to carry on my same habits from high school into university However, with university, because it's a much more flexible schedule and there wasn't like a nine to five, you know, class day. It was like some days I had one class, some days I had three classes. So it looked different. So it was harder to keep track of um, what I ate. And also around this time, 
I was much more strict with what I ate. I remember thinking so vividly, like, I can only have one bad thing a day. If that's a donut, I can only eat that one donut. And then other than that, everything else that I eat has to be healthy. And as you can tell, it got pretty toxic for me um, because it led to this guilt every time I ate something unhealthy or I skipped my workout for that day. So my weekly regimen looked like this. It was like I went to the gym three to four times a week and it would be right after my lectures, which was actually a good idea because after my lectures my legs would be so sore from like sitting down all the time so I would go to the gym and then I would hound out a workout and then go home and then cook dinner and then eat like my protein filled workout because my my gym um exercises were pretty like very good because I was trying to tone up and so because of that I was like weightlifting and stuff like that and I remember like very vividly feeling guilt if I ate some like junk food or if I went over my calorie limit. Um, I wasn't super strict about my calorie limit in high school, but in university, I, I really was. I think it was like at 1900 or something because I wanted to maintain my weight. I was very adamant about that. And I could fit into like size four jeans and I wanted to keep it that way. And now if I try to fit into those jeans, it's like way too tight. Like I can't even button it up. But at the time I would like, um, my lunches, my school one lunches were so bland. It was literally just like rice and chicken, whatever fruit, and then like a, gr- a protein bar or a granola bar. And I would track it all the time. Um, and I remember this one time, because I was like cutting out all junk food, so cold turkey, I obviously naturally my body craved sugar. Like I wanted it so bad. So I remember one day in my, my English class, my prof brought donuts. And she was like, you guys can have a donut. And I remember, like, in my head, I was like, oh, my God, why why did she have to bring donuts? It's too tempting. And I told myself I wasn't going to eat one. But then I ended up eating two because it was just so good. It was so good. And so when I plugged it into my fitness pal, it, it because of the donuts, it ended up making me go over my calorie limit for the day. And I felt so guilty about it afterwards, even if I was, like, 100 calories over my limit. I would feel so freaking bad and I would always think, okay, tomorrow I have to overcompensate by eating 200 less calories or whatever. I became not super, super obsessive, but definitely very reliant on these numbers. And like in retrospect, going 100 calories over is literally not even a big deal because 100 calories fills up so fast. That's like a little bit more than a banana. That's like less than a granola bar like it's so little and yeah i i guilted myself so much for it so led to unhealthy mindset and kind of a relationship with food and it it definitely disrupted my personal life in some ways too where like if i was going out with my family and they wanted to go to restaurant and eat i would like get mad and i'd be like no like it's so unhealthy to the point where if i was going out with my family to go shopping or something i would bring pack a lunch with me and bring like a salad and an apple and put it in a lunch bag so if I got hungry I could just snack on that rather than relying on like Tim Hortons or drive through food or whatever restaurant but I remember this one time I was so hungry I just like <laughs> I just couldn't wait until we got home so my family's like let's go to eat fun I was like okay fine but I was in such a sour mood because I was like I knew that the dish I ordered which was like rice and and grilled chicken it was like over a thousand calories or something and I got so mad because when I plugged it in um, and when you go over your calorie limit 
the color changes from green to red so it was like minus i forget minus 1000 or something like i went 1000 calories over my limit and i felt so guilty about it and then i got like mad at my mom which again in retrospect she didn't deserve that but i just got because i was so obsessed with the number and oh i guess i should have put a trigger warning i didn't have an eating disorder but if i had been continuing with these habits for sure it would have led to something much more darker and i'll get to how i got out of this later but i want to talk about my journey a little bit with that so this was first year and then when covid hit and lockdown started i was still in my first year but i was like about a month away from finishing it because this was like march 2020 and i was going to finish my first year in like april anyways Uh, But when lockdown hit, I remember, well, at first I was like, oh man, but then, because I try to be optimist and look on the bright side of things, I was like, oh, this could actually be a really good thing for me, because if I'm at home all day, every day, that will force me not to go out and eat junk food and go to drive-thrus. So I took that as an opportunity to be really strict with my calorie counting and consistently working out once again. And also, this was around the time where glow-ups was, like, I mean, it was already big before, but this was, like, really big because people, you know, they're bored at home, they're not doing anything. So, if you go on YouTube, it was, like, how to get a glow-up during quarantine, Um, glow-up with me in 24 hours, you know, all those toxic trends. And on TikTok, too, it was, like, look at my glow-up, look at how much weight I lost and stuff. And so, me, me and my friends would, like, joke around and be, like oh my gosh, guys, okay, this quarantine, we're gonna, we're gonna FaceTime each other every day, and we're gonna do this workout together, and we're going to glow up, so when we get out of quarantine, we'll be 10 times hotter than before. It was half joke, but deep down inside, I knew I was serious. I really did want to lose weight, and it wasn't that, I wasn't, like, insecure about what I looked like, because again, I was, like, already thin. It was more like I wanted to maintain my thinness, but on top of that, I also wanted to tone out because I was I wanted to be able to post on Instagram after a year of being inactive and be like and like not say it explicitly, but just like post a picture of how great and toned and fit I look and then silently in my head think, oh, yeah, all these people from high school are going to be like, damn, she had a glow up. I wish I was friends with her. I'm going to regret not talking to her in that math class. That was just my mindset at the time. So. This ended up backfiring very, very quickly during COVID. The first couple of weeks, it was, like, fine, you know? But again, I would go into the cycle of, like, cut everything out cold turkey. And then I would crave salty foods, sweet foods. So I would binge eat. And then again, it goes back to, like, overcompensate for it by cutting it out cold turkey. And then the vicious loop repeats and repeats itself. And eventually I just got like bored with it because counting calories, which by the way, I I don't recommend whatsoever, but it's so tedious. And I remember feeling so like annoyed because if I was hungry, I wanted to just sit down and just eat. But I would sit down and I would plug it into my phone first and then I would eat after. And it, it just ruined so much things in general. Like if I'm eating, I don't want to be like on my phone or something but that's what I was doing because I was so obsessed with the number and stuff and at the time I thought it was being I was being good and healthy because it's like oh it's forcing me to slow down eat slowly think about when I'm really full but now I'm like I don't give a fuck but anyways 
I uh, got very quickly tired of this. It became so tedious and annoying. So about, it did not last long, not even like two weeks, I, I think. Um, I was like, F it, I don't, well, not that I didn't care anymore. It was just like, I want to eat junk food. Let me just eat junk food. And also because during quarantine, you know, you're at home all the time. The, the few times that I could leave the house was to go to the drive-thru because you know you couldn't go inside the store or anything that was how i feel like everybody got their daily dose of outdoor activity it was like going on their coffee runs or their starbucks runs so and that was also a way for my brother and i to bond and pass have fun together we would literally just go through to drive throughs and then eat in the parking lot and i did that a lot like not every day but at least a f- like twice a week or something eating mcdonald's taco bell every fast food franchise you can think of and I didn't realize it, but slowly over time, I gained weight. So it wasn't until, like, I think end of 2020, I was looking back at early 2020 me versus end of 2020 me. And I was like, oh, shit, I gained weight. And you could definitely see it. Um, I lost my... I, I kind of gained back, like, you know, the, the baby fat and stuff like that. Um, and it wasn't, like, a drastic weight. Like, I wasn't, like, fat or anything. Again, I was, like, average-sized. But to me, to compare, like, high school me versus university me, I was like, oh my gosh, I want to go back to that body. So again, it, and even when I was allowing myself to eat junk food, there was still this, like, guilt where it's like, oh, I need to work out later to, like, burn off these calories and to overcompensate for it or something. Um, anyways, so gained weight, and then there was this desire for me to go back to how I looked when I was... 18. I wanted so badly to be in the skinny body that I was when I was 18. And I didn't realize it at the time, but now as a 21-year-old, I'm like, 18? You're still a kid. I mean, legally, you're an adult, sure, but it has the word teen in it. You're still a teenager. Your body from when I w- when you're in high school is going to be so different as you get older. And it's you can't help it. It's just a natural part of life. Your metabolism will naturally slow down, okay? Like, as a teenager, you're hungry, you can eat all this food, and then it burns off like nothing, and you don't even have to do anything. And then when you get older, it's like you definitely do have to be more, you know, consistent with taking care of yourself if you want to maintain a certain image. But I wasn't thinking about it like that. I was just like, the, the blame was kind of shifted onto me. I was like, oh, this is my fault because I would go out and eat fast food every day and I didn't work out as much um and I so badly again like wanted to be able to fit into my old clothes into my old jeans so that was like 2020 fast forward to 2021 I don't remember too much about it it was kind of a blur at some parts um there was other stuff going on in my life in terms of school and work so the whole fitness personal part of my life wasn't as prominent as it was in 2020 because like we were in lockdown so it was like and school was online so it was like I had more time to think about it because I was at home a lot but in 2020 let's see well school was still online all my classes were on zoom because it was second year um and I couldn't go to the gym because they were still closed this was definitely like better in terms of eating habits I I think there were some months where I stopped my fitness pal and then there were other months where I um would re-download it again and I would start again but then the next month I would stop and then I would start again so I was never consistent with it it just depended on what phase I was in 
there was a few. I, either I would be like, I don't care if I gain weight, I gain weight, whatever. And those moments were freeing, but then there would be like, that guilt retur would return be like oh jenny if i had just started being consistent with my diet and my exercise a month ago i would have my dream body by now and i always thought like that and it was such a toxic cycle it was like me blaming myself for not starting my diet sooner like oh if i had just started a year ago i would be so much more thin right now i would have lost the weight right now and it's sad because i remember explicitly in my my bullet journal i have this one page that talks about my goals and then my fitness goals specifically and it was like current weight 120 pounds ideal weight 110 pounds how am i going to achieve this um work out at least three times a week um <laughs> only eat junk food like whatever how many times a week and then uh, it was like make sure every single meal has protein or something like that and at the time I thought this was me being progressive with my habits like oh this is good it's not like workout every day like it used to be it's just workout three times a week I'm minimizing it but now I'm like okay even the fact that I had a number and a, a weight goal toxic throw that out the window I and like 120 down to 110 like what the fuck 120 is a normal weight for my height i don't know why i treated it like i was like thick or something and also to lose 10 pounds is incredibly well to lose weight in general but like to, to drop 10 pounds that's quite a significant amount <sighs> anyways so yeah 2021 um it was it was this was like a little bit teeter-totter back and forth teeter-totter back and forth um and then 2022 i my mindset has changed so much you guys and it's so freeing and i wish i could pinpoint a, spe a specific thing if you guys are struggling with this to not care anymore but i really don't know it was just more like slowly from the transition from 2021 to 2022 oh okay okay so like near end of 2021 my priorities shifted it wasn't like lose weight to be happy it was more like hang out with friends make good friends make good connections to be happy and so um if you listen to my other my last episode you know that i met a group of international students from japan and i became very close with all of them and i hung out with them like all the time like i would see them every single week and we'd do something fun and hanging out with them and on, on top of that being busy with with school and then i was like teaching I, I was working like three jobs at the time keeping busy with life and having a social life having all of that i didn't have time to think about what i was eating my eating habits did become unhealthy but i didn't care i just ate whatever was most convenient to me because i didn't have time to properly meal prep and to count my calories i think this is also when i deleted uh, my fitness pal again i was going through that phase so I didn't have time to think about it, and it really helped because day after day, you just forget about it. You remember to live and exist without caring what people or like, not, I never really cared about what people think about me. It was more just like me trying to, again, prove to myself that I could lose weight and return to my 18-year-old self body. But when you're keeping so busy day in and day out, you don't have time to think about it. It just becomes something that's not on your radar. It's not one of your priorities anymore. And because of that, subconsciously, 
I was able to just live my life so peacefully. When I was going out with my friends, we would go to restaurants all the time. That was one of the things that we would do, try new foods, try new cuisine, because I wanted to try all the Canadian food. And I was like, I got you guys. <laughs> Canadian food, that means greasy food. So here we go. We're going to all the, the unhealthy chains or whatever. And I did not feel guilty when I ate food from there. I was just having fun. And so they left. They went back to their country, Japan. Sad boy hours for me. And so now we're in 2022. Okay, we've entered a new era. Um, around this time, I think January of this year. Yes, I remember now. January of this year, we were like back in lockdown again. So I remember the first three weeks of January. School, it was a new semester, but school was back online again. So I couldn't go to the gym. All right. But then I remember near end of January, um, I started having this urge to work out again. And not only work out, but I remember, like, I wanted to try specific machines that I had never had the balls to try before. Because back in first year when I worked out, I would just work out in a corner. And I would do the same routine every single day, which is probably why <laughs> I would, like, plateau. But I would do the same thing. I would have my mat because it was in, like, an isolated a corner with a mirror so I could see myself and I was away from all the buff guys who intimidated me back then do my own little thing and I would just do like squats I wasn't really lifting that heavy or anything but January 2022 I was like I want to start lifting heavy I want to start feeling myself getting stronger I want to physically challenge my body and so I started following a bunch of social media accounts about fitness and I remember watching those specific tiktokers um where the girls were like hey, are you guys afraid to go to the gym? Is this your first time in the gym? Are you a beginner? Well, great. You stumbled upon this account. It was made for you. And they would teach you how to use the machines. And so I remember I would literally watch so many YouTube tutorials about how to use the squat rack machine, how to use a Smith machine, how to use the leg press machine and just stuff like that so I wouldn't make a fool out of myself when I tried it in person. And so then in February when gyms were finally open again i started working out again and it was really great um for both for my mental health but also it challenged me and it pushed me out of my comfort zone because i was going to places in the gym that are typically reserved for like the big gym bros guys with like muscles that look like peas like they're so buff you can tell they go there every day they know what they're doing and sometimes i was like embarrassed because i would be fumbling with the squat rack and stuff because I didn't know how to latch it but I was too scared to ask for help but I slowly but surely figured my way around it and I'm really proud of myself that I did that and so I think around this time I, I deleted my fitness pal for good and I haven't been using it since and I don't plan on ever touching that again but I was working out um and this is when my mindset really truly shifted it wasn't work out to maintain and to get skinny and lose that number on the scale it was work out so i could get out of the house so i could get endorphins it would make me feel happy and just to move my body like legitimately i i swear i would do my workout and in my head i, I had to kind of train myself <laughs> gaslight my mind into being like oh this is so good i'm working out my muscles i can feel myself getting stronger and i really could and I would come home and I would try to make a home-cooked dinner because we had good foods or HelloFresh, whatever subscription it was at the time. Eat my veggies and my protein meal. But I would also allow myself, if I was craving it, to have that bowl of ice cream or that slice of pie. And it, before, 
comparing it beforehand, it was like, okay, only one bad thing per day. But now it's like, whenever I'm craving something sweet or savory, I'll just get it. I'll just get it. And from February to now, November 2022, I can't do the math, but it's been like, what, seven months, I think? Not sure. Um, because of that, I allow myself to just eat whatever I want, when I want, if I'm craving it. I don't care what time it is. I don't care how many previous unhealthy foods I've had. If I'm craving something, I'll just eat it. And because of that, I haven't binged in so, so long. And I'm being careful when I say binge because it's not like binge binge. You know, I feel like everyone says that and they throw around that term loosely. I don't want to trigger anyone who might have like a binge eating disorder. But I just mean like I would like overeat. Like I knew I was so full, so stuffed full. But I would like continue eating and eating just because I, I like was like depriving my body so much of, of sugar and stuff like that. That I my brain, I guess, tricked me into overcompensating. But because of that, I, nowadays, I allow myself to have multiple bad foods a day. I don't care. Um, it's it's better for me mentally, mainly. I, I, I would love to say it's better for me physically too. But I, ooh, I've been eating a lot of Uber Eats foods lately. I definitely do need to cut back on sodium and sugar just for, for health reasons, not for physical appearance reasons, purely for health because I, uh, I don't eat that many veggies. But my mindset really has changed a lot in terms of... Um, Allowing myself to just eat food free of guilt and exercise with a different perspective on life. And it's so much more freeing. And again, just thinking back to how much I have changed and how my attitudes to food is so different now than just a few years ago. I remember I would pack my own lunch in grade 12 and first year of uni because this is when I used my fitness pal. So I didn't want my mom to help me because then this way I could like perfectly count exactly how many calories I, I ate at school or on campus right and so I would like have my little container out and I would count how many grapes I would eat that day so I would have like 10 grapes and I would log in exactly 10 grapes to my fitness pal and if I even if I ate like three more grapes that day I made sure to count that in there <laughs> and it was like one grape is like what like three calories I couldn't even tell you but it got to a point where I could look at a food and I could tell you how many calories it was. Not exactly, but like approximately. Like I could, I could be like, oh, this banana is probably 70 calories. This apple will be 60 calories. This slice of pizza, at least 125. See, like even right now, those examples I'm taking from personal experience. Like I, it's still with me today. And I used to think it was like a cool thing, like a flex. Like, oh, my secret talent is being able to tell you exactly how many calories. But now I'm just like, yeah, that's sad. That's really, really sad. Um... But now, and like even when it came to Starbucks, I when I was searching up on the website ways to cut down how many calories I ate in a day, a lot of the tips were like, don't drink your calories, so just drink water all day. And I would want Starbucks and I crave Starbucks because I love coffee and I love going on Starbucks runs, but I forced myself not to have it because one Starbucks would be like 320 calories or whatever so I was like no that's too much I need to save it for food because food is fuel even though I was kind of approaching it in a different way um and and again it would I would constantly find ways to modify my mood my meals to switch out certain food groups so that it would be less calories so instead of rice and chicken I would swap the rice with salad Sal because salad is like four calories and it wouldn't be filling but I would do it because I liked seeing the lowest number there was. I remember this one time, 
um, I would go to the grocery store and I would go to like the gluten-free aisle because they had so many like calorie-free pastas. And I remember I would buy these like new new pastas. It's called like NU pastas, which is like noodles basically, except they were zero calories. They were made by something. I don't, I don't remember what it was. Um, and it like hurt my stomach because it was made from some weird ingredient and it just made my stomach like feel so weird and hollow afterwards and it would have been way better if I just let myself eat real pasta but that's like kind of how bad it got constantly finding ways to like replace this replace that and I would watch YouTube videos in my free time I would have it on in the background as a podcast and these YouTube videos super toxic they would be like um how I lost 20 pounds or something and then the people in the video would be like oh but then again I'm not a dietitian I'm not a nutritionist so I'm not telling you to follow this this is just what worked for me and then they would tell you how they swapped out certain foods and stuff like that for this and like not to bash them or anything because maybe it did work for them but I just feel like when they create these kinds of videos no matter what it is by the end of the day the theme is still going to be restrict Even if that's not their intention, people watching it, like me, are going to think, okay, I have to restrict what I eat then. They have to cut back, cut back, cut back. And intention or not, it does create like a super toxic mindset. But today, I allow myself, if I want Starbucks every single day, I'll get Starbucks. I mean, is it the healthiest because it's loaded with sugar? No, but it's nice to eat things without feeling guilt and to just enjoy food. I would never starve myself or like throw up or anything like that but there is this one vivid memory I have this was like during quarantine um so I like was already at my max calorie limit for the day only had like 30 ish calories left I remember I was sitting in bed and it was like 10 11 p.m at night and I was like oh I'm so hungry and but I was like you know what no I'm, I'm gonna feel bad if I eat so that just that one day this only happened once that one day I was like I went to bed hungry because I was like yeah no I'm good I'm gonna regret it or something and I had this mindset it was like oh if I even if I'm hungry if I just wait a little bit longer it'll eventually like go away like it's fine I'm just like training my my body to eat less food and that only happened once um but the rest of this experience with calorie restrictions like if I was hungry I would just I would eat, so I would let myself go over the calorie limit. I would just feel really, really bad about it afterwards. And this sounds really sad, but I'm sure a lot of people can relate to it. In my bullet journal, I would have pictures of like really thin girls on there, like Olivia Rodrigo, um, I think Kelsey Chow, someone else, like very, very thin bodies, which are not the average body size. You know, these people are just unique and that I think it's like genetics and natural stuff but I would have it in my bullet journal so that every time I open my journal I would see them and it would be a reminder to me like okay if I keep up my calorie restrictions and I'm good with that and I constantly work out I will eventually look like them even when I was like in middle school not middle school maybe like high schoolish, grade 9 or 10 I would have specific gym quotes on my home screen on my phone so when I every time I picked up my phone it would be a gym quote there to remind me again and it was something that was like um in two weeks you'll feel it in four weeks you'll feel it no wait I don't know in two weeks you'll feel it in like six weeks something something and then in six weeks you'll hear it which is basically like in two weeks if you work out consistently every single day then in two weeks you're gonna feel it you're gonna feel like yourself getting stronger and then eventually in six weeks you're gonna hear it like other people will start telling you wow have you lost weight you look good and when I first saw that I was like oh my gosh this is so inspirational I want to be like that because I want to have a glow up and make people see it and stuff and 
and, it, and I always just wanted that so badly. So I would put that in my home screen. Toxic, toxic, toxic. So don't do that. I can't believe there was ever a time where I did count calories. Like, it's just so nice now to just, if I want to eat something, get it out, put on Gilmore Girls, just eat it. Just allow myself. If I want chips, I'm going to have chips. Oh my gosh. Like, and it seems like such a simple thing. But when you become obsessed with that number on the scale and your physical appearance, you put so much negative energy into, you know, something as simple as eating food. Um, but anyways, because of this experience, and by the way, like, to, like I am in a much better habit, health mindset and stuff like that. Again, I never actually had an eating disorder, but it was just like very unhealthy ha habits, as you could see. And I'm so glad that I got out of that um, and that it didn't take me too long to do so because... You know, you hear stories about people with eating disorders going down a dark path and struggling it for years and years and years. And I'm, I'm glad I was able to like kind of pull myself out of it before it was too late. But this whole glow up trend. I haven't been on TikTok in a while, a long while. But I assume there will always still be that trend that goes around where it's like a transition. And then it's like, oh, look how me bef before makeup, me after makeup. Or like one of those videos where it's like, look at me in high school. And now me as a 30 year old, I glowed up so much. Um, I face this too, but this pressure, subconsciously, and also because social media enforces it on us, to have a glow up. This was also why I was like so obsessed with um, going to the gym and cutting out junk food too, because I wanted to look hot. I wanted to make people <laughs> that I went to high school with be like, I don't know, jealous, like oh, I'm, this is a shy, quiet girl, look how hot she is now, and there's still some moments where I'm like that too, and I gotta, I have to like snap myself out of it, because I'm like, Jenny, don't try to please other people, that's not a way, a good way to spend life, please yourself, be satisfied with yourself, and it's something I'm actively working on, but it definitely does not help that we, we are definitely in a glow-up obsessed society, and it really, really sucks because not everyone can have glow-ups. You know, for the few people who have these miraculous transformations, I mean, good on you. But for a lot of people, and I suspect this will be me, I'll probably look the same as I was in grade 8. <laughs> Fast forward 20, 30 years from now, like, I still pretty much look the same as I did in ninth grade. Minus the fact that I don't have braces and bangs anymore. But I look relatively the same. And there's lots of times where I thought, like, if I had a high school reunion, the first thing I'd want them to be jealous of is how good, much better looking I got. You know, not even like, oh, look how successful is in her career. Maybe like, oh, look at the loving family she's had. Or like, oh, look at the connections or like the friends she's still in touch with 10 years later. No, my thought was like, at my high school reunion, I want to make them other bitches be jealous about how hot I am. <laughs> And it's like, damn, Jenny, I did not know you could be so so shallow, but I'm just, you know, just being honest. And I'm sure there's a bunch of other people listening to this, too, who can relate. Where it's like, we want to have a glow up. We want to prove to other people that we can look good. And it's not even a glow up. It's the glow up itself. It's also like, we just want to be pretty by conventional societal standards. And that's a whole another topic itself about subjectivity and, and you know, the, the whole patriarchal sexist traditions rooted into it 
but my moral of the story is f these glow up trends when you're constantly in a mindset of like oh i have to get my shit together i have to glow up i'll finally be happy when i drop those 10 pounds right like anticipating the future and working for something that hasn't even or like anticipating something that hasn't even happened yet it really does put you in such a toxic mindset and it it strips you away from being in the present and you could be missing out on a lot of great stuff that's right there in front of you also growing up as a kid my mom would always tell me like oh you have a nice body you need to keep it this way and i was like i was like eight or nine like my body's not even finished growing it you know i'm, I'm still going through puberty um but this really stuck with me because it it made me like feel kind of pride pride what am i saying it made me feel proud in a way like oh good i i do need to keep it this way and that definitely affected me because when i got older i was like still this responsibility and this duty to myself like i need to keep my body this way and in high school in the 11th grade there was this moment where i was trying on this dress for this school dance and my mom um she was like right behind me in the mirror and she looked at my arm and she grabbed like my arm jiggle fat area and she was like oh you gained weight like you're are you kind of like fat now and i was like what and that like really really like messed me up because that was my first time ever being having something negatively told about my body because again like growing up i was always like pretty thin and so being told this for the first time plus with my mother on top of that it was like a huge like oh my gosh like it it was hard it was hard and she would make comments again like that you know during during quarantine and covid when when i gained weight again and my weight would fluctuate and stuff she'd just be like i hate saying this because i love my mom but i do have to acknowledge that there's some things that she says which are just not okay and she'll say like you're gaining weight again even like to this day too if i'm eating something at night most of the time she's okay with it but then there are like odd times where she'll say you shouldn't eat at night it'll make you gain weight and then i'll be like can you stop like talking about this and she's like she's like trust me i'm doing you a favor when you get older you're gonna wish i told you something when you get if you gain weight you're not gonna look good in clothes anymore and like you're gonna wish you had your old body back and stuff and she was saying this in like a way that was like i'm trying to help you i'm saying this because i love you right and it's like in a way i don't blame her because she grew up with different standards obviously but it's still something that i would never ever bring up with my own kid anyways um as a little girl i would always hear and see my mom make comments about her own body too like she would always say oh hi my stomach is so big i want to be skinny again i want to be young again and constantly hearing that it made me associate growing old with gaining weight and hating my body and it made me dread the future because the way that she narrated it, it was like, oh, when I get older, I'm going to hate what I see in the mirror. So that's why I don't want to get older. Like, I, I want to stay in this young body forever because she like really like hyped it up and romanticized it. Like, oh, you have a young body. You have a nice body, you know, no more wrinkles, no, no more whatever weird skin things. And again, with the weight, too, it's like, I want to be skinny again. I want to be young again. And she definitely buys into the all the ads that you see online where it's like buy this skin cream and your wrinkles will go away whatever else she's a huge fan of dyeing her hair too because she hates 
gray hair. But it's something that I will definitely have to work on. I mean, I'm still young. I'm still going to be young for a long time, but I really just hope I can be able to maintain a mindset where I don't let it, let growing old like affect me in the way that it did my mom when I'm older. Um, but even today, so like I don't <laughs> work out anymore. My my main workout is like very low key cardio, like just going for a walk around the neighborhood. But even then, that's like once or twice a week. I count walking to and from my classes on campus as my workout for the day. Like I really am not consistent with it. Um, so I do like, especially when the semester's over and I have more time, I want to get a gym membership again and start, you know, going to yoga or Pilates classes, go to soul cycling classes, just again, for the purpose of moving my body and feeling good, feeling those endorphins run through. Um, but there's this fear because when I work out after I work out, I want to eat something healthy. Cause it, you know, it's like, Okay, you worked out. You got to eat something healthy now, especially if it's if I've just finished weightlifting at the gym because I want to eat protein because, you know, protein helps build muscle and repair muscle and stuff like that. So if I've just finished a workout and I eat like junk food, it makes me feel like I canceled everything out. I, I just did. And so I know for a fact, if I start getting myself into a regular workout routine again, I'm going to automatically start wanting to eat healthy on top of that and I'm just scared it's gonna put me and get into a cycle of like counting calories and feeling guilty about what I eat and now that I've like don't work out as much anymore the the feeling guilty about junk food doesn't exist anymore because as weird as it sounds it's like if I don't move my body it's like uh, I got nothing to lose so I can eat more junk food but if I do work out then it's like oh I can't I can't eat junk food because it's going to cancel out what I did you would think it's the opposite but my brain is weird and it, and it works like that so I don't I, I don't want to ever associate eating with feeling guilty again but I just know that there's going to be a part of me where it's like Jenny don't don't get, get McDonald's after the gym you just worked out so it's something I'm still actively working on but if you guys are struggling with this, like the best piece of advice I could give you is like give it time. It wasn't something I even realized I was struggling with until I got out of it. Until I got myself out of that mindset and I was like, "Whoa. I'm eating whatever I want and I'm not feeling bad about it and I can't believe there was ever a time where I was." So when you're in it, it's hard to see and you're blinded by it. But if you could start yourself recognizing that you're on a bad path to a relationship with food, Again, t like time and consistency in terms of like fixing your mindset has been a huge help for me. And also like the faster that I just accepted and I told myself, I'm never going to be the same weight as I was when I was in high school. I just accepted it. I was like, yeah, I'm either I, my weight, my number is just going to go up from here. And it's like, why is that a bad thing? And I looked at it from a different light. I was like, well, okay, if I do gain weight from whatever reason, it's a sign that I'm living my life and I'm growing older, right? Because every single pound of you have, every fat or whatever, every cellulite, it's like evidence that you're here on earth, you're living, you're breathing, you're eating food as you should be as a living human being, right? You're eating food and it's like all this, whatever, like every time you eat food and you go out and you celebrate, you have dinner with your loved ones, you go to a, try a new restaurant, you go to a coffee shop and eat or something, like, yeah, you're gonna gain weight because you're living you're going out and it's a, it's a sign that you're living your life to the fullest. So when I chose to look at it that way and just accept it, it made it a lot more easier for me. 
Um, that said, it's easier said than done if you are already on a bad path and stuff, but don't count calories, have a good mindset, work out for the pure fun of it, not not for anything appearance related. And yeah, all right, well, this has been a very kind of like therapeutic episode for me because only maybe like my brother and then like one other person really knows about this. I never wanted to admit to myself that I have had a poor relationship with food because I was always like, oh no, I never had an eating disorder. I never had anorexia or bulimia, but it's still unhealthy if you think about it. And, and the fact that this could be a universal experience, like so many people have gone through this same thing. It's so shitty and really shows how obsessed our culture and society is with like the wrong things. So to, for me to like put this out there is like kind of scary because I know some of my friends listen to this and they have no idea that this happened to me. But again, it's like therapeutic for me to admit to myself and, and, and like acknowledging it and just accepting like, yeah, this happened to me. Again, it it's like a burden off my chest again. So and and if there's some people out there who are listening who um, maybe this story helped and resonated with them in a way, then that's that's even better as well. So thank you guys so much for listening. As always, again, take care of yourself and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.